Hello, welcome to Healthy S, where we talk about everything public health related and more. My name is Enrique Deanda, and today I will be talking to Judge Eddie Trevino about his upcoming vision for the new year. Judge Eddie Trevino, should I call you um, re-elect? I think it's important that we actually incorporate that a little bit because that means they gave you a go around and decided to bring you back. So I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what, what, what are your big plans for anything coming up? Well, hopefully, first of all, to avoid another global pandemic in the next four years. Uh, we didn't realize how much time it took out of this last four years, even though it's been two and a half years, going on three in March, right? But we started hearing about this in, in January uh, 2020 timeframe. So that would have been a year into, the, into my first full term, my, my third year. And uh, yeah, I hope that we, we, we don't have something like that taking up all of our attention and, uh, and, uh, and resources and uh, having so many people's lives at risk. Um, but, um, you know, life, life has its own plans for each and every one of us. In this particular instance, we were all thrown into the, into the mix together uh, to, to fight it out and, uh, and hopefully succeed and come out of it the other end. So, yeah, these next four years, uh, I think uh, hopefully we'll fine tune some of the things we learned with regards to how we interact with the, the public from a vaccine standpoint. Um, you know, that's become an issue, you know, people who don't, uh, believe or, or, or don't think that vaccines are, are needed. So, so, you know, this is, these are in my mind or my opinion, not political issues. These are public health issues. We've been getting vaccinated, you know, since we were kids and we started getting vaccinated in order to eradicate, uh, illness, especially from children, polio, you know, exactly. uh, obviously measles, uh, uh, rubella, all of these vaccine vaccinations that we give to our kids, you know, we didn't think twice because we knew they worked. Every once in a while, there may have been a reaction, but that's for all medicine. Medicine is an inexact science, but for the most part, you know, it, it works on it. It works at it. And, uh, you know, I, I've learned a lot uh, in the six years that I've been county judge. And um, I'm looking forward to what the next four years hold. Well, I mean, I think after 2020, I think we can pretty much handle anything. Um, you know, I was thinking about what you're saying right now, and it's true with measles and, and all these other things is people were always like so quick to say, well, we've never had to deal with something like this. Well, we personally know, but as people, as human beings, we've dealt with these illnesses. And I mean, it's it's our ability to adapt and overcome and, and you know, face these situations head on. And I think everybody that works here has dealt with these issues. And I think we all handled it great. So, I mean, I think Whatever comes up next will be a little more prepared because of what we've already experienced. The the um, uh, and let me get this out before I forget. I believe, no, I know that our public health department here in Cameron County um, is second to none. I already knew it beforehand. We had had a few urgent situations, emergency situations, um, but the COVID nineteen just confirmed and, and solidified the leadership that Esmer and, and all of you at the health department uh, and the, the resources, the, the unique skills, the commitment to public health and safety for, our, for the people of, and residents of Cameron County uh, was, was, you know, was solidified and, and confirmed as a result of, of, uh, of the pandemic. 
the flu season this year has been extremely, I think it, it, it must have felt um, a little um, uh, ignored or neglected over the last several years because it's come back with a vengeance. And, uh, and that's, been our, that's been our issue. But again, we have the flu vaccine, so it minimizes one's uh, exposure or, or, or reaction to it. Um, but I've learned a lot from Esmer and, uh, and her staff. Uh, and uh, I'm, 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 I continue to know what I don't know. And when it comes to public health and, uh, and safety, I, I rely on, on her. And, uh, and I'm glad to follow her lead. Um, and direction. Um, obviously, at the end of the day, I end up having to make the decisions, but she's always, and, and all of you guys have always given me great information. So, uh, but I think it'd be silly for us not to be preparing uh, as a, as, as, as health professionals uh, for that possibility. And we need to learn from this. I, I, I always make a joke that when all this started, I kept looking around my desk at Dancy looking for the, you know, pandemics for dummies. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find the darn book. And I said, what the heck am I going to do? You know, you can find a, a dummy book for just about anything, how to put it, you know, how to put a gym together, how to put a garden together, how to build that. But I couldn't find one for how to deal uh, with the pandemic. It would be like the 1850 edition or something. Yeah. But, uh, well, it's interesting that you said that mm-hmm. because exactly what we said work is the same thing that's worked since the time, since biblical age i.e. mouth coverings, covering up, and not spreading. Well, those the actually same. were in the Bible. They exactly. were actually written in there because it worked then and it still it works still now. It still works now. Honestly, I you mentioned monkeypox, and I remember everybody freaking out and everybody, oh, no, here we go again. Here's the next big thing. I think we, we learned, and I mean, that's great because that's what keeps us going is, again, adapting. It's like you're saying, as long as we can adapt, as long as we can, you know, go with the time, listen to the science, and, you know, at the end of the day, is that we're here to help and we're trying to do, you know, what's best for everyone. So we're trying to come up with the best ideas and the best sides. But at the same time, it's, it's like we're people too. So we have to react to these things just like everyone else. So I think a great advantage, again, you touched based on, on with, with Esmer and with the team is, is that you let her do what she has to do to get her job done. Just the way she lets us do what we have to do to get our job done in communications and, and in being able to, to reach people to, to, to make it easier for everyone to understand. So I, I think that's really important. I, I think the, the, the mark of a, of a good leader is making sure that they've got great leaders around them mm-hmm. and, and letting them do their do their job, letting them uh, show their skills, because I'm not the type of individual that's got to have, you know, absolute control. And, and I got to know, no, I don't have time. I've got enough on my plate. And I'm lucky that I've got so many qualified individuals around me at, at county administration, county departments uh, that I can rely on. It, as county judge, you know, some people may think it's just you go to the meeting every two weeks and, and that's it. But but that's not how I that's not how I do it. When when the, when the health administrator or the, uh, the engineer or the courts or, you know, a constable, whoever needs particular help, HR, uh, purchasing, the auditing, uh, the county clerk, the district clerks, if they've got an issue or a project or, you know, whatever, they come to me and, and if ask for my help. You know, I get other people obviously involved and engaged, but oftentimes they want to, to see me there or, or engaged as best I can. People calling with a with a concern or an issue, you know, it's hard to be able to answer them all myself. But I make sure that somebody tries to get back to these people. And if we can help them, we try. And if we can't, we let them know why. Um, so I mean, we, we you know, you have to be able to walk and chew gum. I think in order to really do this job well, I'm you know, I've been committed to it for six years, and thank God now I get to be committed to it for another four years. So I'm I'm, I'm excited and thankful for that. 
Well, I mean, the people spoke and you were reelected, so that's always a good thing. And uh, obviously everybody makes this pledge, New Year's, but do you have any specific resolutions for the coming year? yeah. Yeah, I definitely got to get healthier. I used to take my dog out walking regularly, and I've noticed a uh, a definite uh, uh, gain in uh, gain in weight and uh, energy and and sleep. And I'm definitely going to to try to live, eat, and live a healthier life because I'm realizing I'm not getting any younger. And uh, and also, you know, as a as a better example, you know, to anybody else. Uh, we should do, each of us should do what we can to make sure that we take care of ourselves, which was kind of the point of the pandemic. You know, don't you want to live longer? And some people put themselves at risk. They don't know if when my time's the time, it's going to come, it's going to come. I'm like, yeah, but if you don't, I mean, if you're doing all the things to put you more at risk. Right. And then we, we would learn these stories about this individual who was in tip top shape. Yeah. You know, and may have even gotten vaccinated or whatever. And they still... My uh, my mom, who's in her 80s, and her brothers and sisters are all in their 80s. They've been very diligent about, you know, taking care of themselves. And uh, and I'm sure, you know, if they're doing that, well, everybody else uh, would, should want to do that because they want to live as much as, as they possibly can. So regardless of your age, life is not guaranteed. And uh, we know that there are risks out there. But if you do those things that help minimize or prevent those risks, you know, don't be jumping out of a building without a, you know, without a, without a rope, so Mm -hmm. to speak, or jumping out of a plane without a parachute. If you do that, well, you're not taking the proper precautions. And that's kind of dealing how, you know, how you deal with your health. If you've got a pre-existing condition, diabetes or hypertension or whatever, and you're not taking your medicine and you're not exercising and you're not eating well and you're not sleeping and you're doing all the things you're not supposed to do, well, what do you expect? And you know what? Each of us has has loved ones. And sometimes uh, if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for them, which was a constant message during the pandemic. Right. Even with that mentality, it's just in general, I think, you know, like everybody makes a resolution. Oh, but I think some people take it too extreme and then it becomes unattainable and then they get discouraged. It's like because they want that cut body. They want to be shredded. They want to be thin. Mm -hmm. It's just be healthy. Healthy. You know, just just take care of yourself. You know, make it a point to go get your annual checkup. Make sure your blood pressure is fine. Your cholesterol is fine. I mean, I got family history. I got diabetes and cancer on both sides. So it's like I got to make sure that I stay on top of things because I never know. Mm -hmm. You know, I got kids. They got to like count on me for everything. So it's like just that level of responsibility should be a, a simple enough message for people to understand. You know, like it's it's about taking care of yourself. If we take it all just one day at a time. Things are so much easier to accomplish. And sometimes we become overwhelmed by trying to do the big picture thing. You know, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get a new job that's going to pay me all this or or, or I'm going to find, you know, whatever it may be you want. I want to wish everyone success in that. But uh, but if we also put a little bit of we in me. Exactly. As opposed to, I'm just, you know, going to do this. No, no, no. Use your efforts. Use your talents uh, to help your community. Give a little bit more. Um, I guarantee you, we can't change the world, but I, but I know that we can change Cameron County. And if we can be the example by showing our, our friends and, and neighbors uh, a little bit more love, a little bit more uh, friendship, a little bit more understanding, uh, get involved, get engaged, uh, be positive. That's really, you know, it's easy to get bogged down. It's easy to get um, potentially in, in, a, in a bad state of mind uh, because of all the 
problems that we see in the world, the politics, the the wars, uh, the pandemic, inflation, all of these are, are major issues. I'm not discounting them, but if you focus, and and I think, and I thought that the pandemic should have helped us do that, being locked, you know, being being <laughs> being being stuck at home for for more extended periods of time should have made us realize. And then no, and hearing about people losing their lives all over the world. I mean, we lost over a million Americans, over twenty three hundred here in Cameron County. That's something that, that we've got to live with. But if we if we just focus on the here and now and doing a little bit at a time mm-hmm. on the positive stuff, we can have a better community. A community is a reflection of its individuals. So if you've got a lot of individuals sending out that negative energy, you know, com- uh, it's okay to complain. It's all right. Because everybody's got problems, but I guarantee you there's somebody out there and probably a lot closer than you realize who's got bigger problems uh, to deal with. And when you do that, you realize, hey, mine, it's not so bad. Maybe I can help. So, you know, we can all focus on being a little bit more positive and, and carry that over into the new year so that it becomes part of our, our, our daily uh, ritual, which is just smile. You know, help somebody, give a handout, help, help somebody up. You never know when you're smiling at that person or saying hello or greeting somebody or calling an old friend. Maybe that, that, that little gesture, that little act of kindness might be enough to prevent somebody from doing something bad or, or, or making a wrong decision that could have a big you know, impact. You never know what other people are going through. So it doesn't cost us anything, zero, not a penny to be nice to one another. And, and in this day and age, with the with so many of the issues, politics, et cetera, disagreements over everything, um, if we were to try to a little harder to be understanding of, of somebody else, uh, I know this place would be a better place in which to live. We can't control the world. We can't control the state. can't control the country. But we can do our part in our neck of the woods. And we did it. We came together during the pandemic. So let's not lose sight of what we can accomplish together. So... That's, I guess that'd be my parting message. That's a great message. It's pretty exciting to, to see where things are going and, and things are moving. And uh, I think that's pretty much a wrap. I think I want to mm-hmm. thank the judge here for blessing us with his words and his time. And to everyone listening, tune in next time for another great episode of Healthy Esque.